Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 77 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to teach you how to buy property below market value in a booming market. The information I'm going to share with you today could be worth tens of thousands of pounds when you apply it. Now listen, I would normally only share this kind of valuable tip with people on my 12-month property mastermind program, but I'm going to give it to you today for free on this podcast as a thank you for being a listener. And also, Because to my surprise, the property market has continued to boom. And frankly, you need this in the current market conditions. When the property market is rising or even booming, most investors assume that it's not possible to buy property below market value. Now, whilst I agree it's difficult to buy BMV in a booming market, it is absolutely possible when you know how and also when you believe that it's possible. Your mindset and belief is so important here. First of all, I want to remind you of golden rule number one for my book, Property Magic. And that is we always want to buy from motivated sellers, someone who has a problem. And so the speed and certainty of that sale is often more important than the amount of money they're going to get. Now, there are less motivated sellers in a rising market because there's an oversupply of buyers and not enough sellers. It's called a seller's market and it's why prices tend to rise quickly. No matter what is happening in the property market, there are always motivated sellers in every area. You just need to know how to find them, what to say to them and ultimately how to help them solve their problem. If you give them what they want, they'll be far more likely to give you what you want. Remember, we're always looking for this ethical win-win. Now, I've purchased some of my very best properties when I first learned about motivated sellers back in 2006 and then into 2007 when the market was absolutely booming and last at its peak. Also, I'm buying a below market value six bed HMO in Birmingham during this booming market from a motivated seller. So let me get on to this tip and tell you exactly how you can do this. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, I'm sure you will know that one in three sales in the UK fall over. That's just not what I'm saying. That is the national statistic. It's actually about 36% of deals fall over. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever sold a property before, but let's just imagine for a minute you are selling a property and you have someone come along, you negotiate and they make an offer which you accept. Fantastic. And then things are progressing. And months later, you get that phone call one day from the estate agent or from your solicitor saying, unfortunately, the buyer has pulled out of the transaction. They're no longer buying and suddenly you're back to square one. You've got to find some more buyers. You've got to show more people around the property. It's very stressful. And maybe mentally you've moved on or you've physically moved on and you've already spent the money in your mind and and suddenly you feel like you're going back. It's very, very stressful. And I can tell you it's not enjoyable at all. Now, my students 
have sometimes made offers on properties and that initial offer has been rejected by the seller. The sellers decide to go with someone else who might be offering more money. Now, for whatever reason, that first sale might have fallen through and the seller who needs speed and certainty has then accepted the first offer that my student made. Even better, they might agree to sell the property for less than my client's first offer. So you need to know how to find these motivated sellers because if a sale falls through, that seller's gonna be more motivated. So here's how you do it. It's very straightforward. Now you should be looking in your local area for properties that are for sale on a weekly basis. And you could do that by going on the main portals such as rightmove.co.uk and zoopla.co.uk. Now, not all properties are listed on those platforms, but the majority are. And you need to know what's happening in your local market. Now, here's a little secret that's going to make all the difference, which most investors just don't know about. Whenever you do a search for property on Zoopla or Rightmove, you want to tick the box that says you want to include all the properties which have already been sold subject to contract or are under offer. Now, on Rightmove, there is a little checkbox just by the Find Property button. You want to tick that. On Zoopla, you need to look a bit harder. You need to click on the Advanced Search and you'll be able to see the tick box just next to the search button. So you want to tick on the button that says include properties SSTC sold subject to contract and under offer. Now, when you do this, not only will the properties still available come up, but also all the properties that have technically been sold also come up in the search. Now, most investors don't bother to do this because they think, well, there's no point looking for properties that have been sold, they think they're too late. But remember, the whole point here is one in three sales fall through. So if that sale does fall through, the seller's gonna be more motivated, which happens all the time. And if you reach out to that agent about all the properties that technically have been sold and let them know you're interested, if it comes back to the market, they might well contact you. now. When you first speak to them, they'll probably say, oh, no, no, that property sold. It's not available. It's all going through. And the reason they say that is they don't want what's called gazumping. Now, this is when someone comes in and makes a higher offer and the owner thinks, oh, I can get more money. And they drop the first offer that's been agreed and they then go to the higher offer. It does happen in a rising market, particularly. It's not very good for the agent because often the person makes the higher offer, then doesn't deliver, and the agent's got to go back and the first buyer gets all annoyed. So it really is not a good practice. So the agent will probably try and put you off. And that's okay. But then you ask them, well, has the property actually exchanged yet? And they'll probably say, well, no, not yet. They're just going through the legal paperwork. And you can say, okay, and, and how long ago was the offer accepted? Now, if it's only just been accepted, fair enough. But if it was accepted months and months ago and it hasn't exchanged, you can then kind of metaphorically speaking, put the boot in a little bit, say, oh, oh, I, I thought that would have exchanged by now. Oh, OK. Well, look, if there are any problems, please do let me know if the sale falls through, because I'd be very interested in maybe buying that property. So you're expressing your interest to the agent. Now, this is very, very important. Do not rely on that agent 
coming back to you. In an ideal world, they would, and some agents do. However, most agents are not very good. They may not remember you. They may not keep details. And so you need to make sure that you are proactive and you follow up on these deals every two weeks. Normally, I'd say you should follow up every month. But in case it falls through, you want to make sure that you are one of the first people to know. That's why every two weeks, you want to contact them and just say, oh, what's happening with that property? Is there any progress? And sometimes if a sale is taking a long time, the buyer starts to get, sorry, the seller starts to get very nervous. And they might say to the agent, kind of what's happening, what's going on? And they're, they're giving the agent a hard time and the agent doesn't really know what to say. And they're speaking to the buyer. The buyer tells, yeah, yeah, I'm getting on with it. And sometimes the seller will say to the agent, look, if you've got other people who are interested, I want you to start talking to them about this property because I'm very nervous. I think this buyer's messing around. I don't think they're going to come through, et cetera, et cetera. And if the agent has had that con- kind of conversation with the seller and the seller's saying that and you call at the right time, they might say, well, actually, you know what? Although technically it's sold, it's taking a bit of time. We're not sure it's going to happen. And that can get you in the back door, so to speak. And you can maybe go and look at that property and see if you could do a deal with them. Okay, so make sure you're contacting them every two weeks. And the way you do that, just take the lead, put it into some sort of follow-up system. I use a paper concertina file. You might have a CRM system. Whatever you use, doesn't matter, as long as you have a system to follow up. Now, there's a couple of other things you can do as well. Um, You could actually do a leaflet drop through the door of that property saying that I buy houses fast. I suggest you don't just do that property, maybe do the entire street. Um, Even better, you could send them a letter. You send a letter to the owner saying something like this. Um, First of all, congratulations. I see you've sold your property. You must be very happy, uh, really pleased for you. Uh, However, sometimes sales fall through for nobody's fault. It just kind of happens. And actually, I'd be really interested in buying your property if for any reason the sale falls through. Look, I hope it doesn't fall through and I wish you the best of luck with it. But if it does, I'm here. Please let me know. Here are my contact details. So you've been very polite and kind. You've congratulated on the sale. You've said, look, I hope it all goes through, but you've just put a little bit of seed of doubt saying that sometimes these things fall through and you would be interested in buying if, you know, it doesn't work. Now, um, this is a great way to make sure you're in touch with the owner. Now, if they live in the property, you can obviously just drop it off. But if they don't live there, maybe the property's empty or maybe it's a rental property, you can go and look up the details of the owner by going to landreg.gov.uk, the Land Register website, pay your three pounds and download the title deeds. Now, be very careful. There are some websites that look like they're Land Register, but they're not. And they'll charge you 18 or even 30 pounds to download the title deeds. It's just three pounds. So make sure you get the correct website, which is landreg.gov.uk. Um, if they're not listed on Landreg, or if the address is the actual property address, uh, you could speak to the neighbors, you know, do a little bit of detective work, knock on the neighbor's door, ask around. Often the neighbors will know who owns the property. They'll know everything about the property and just be nice and polite and kind and say, Hey, look, I'm looking to buy it. And then maybe you can get the contact is maybe a phone number of the owner and you can reach out to them. Now, remember, these sellers need speed and certainty. And if a sale's fallen through and you come across and you can give them that certainty that you're going to perform, unlike the first buyer who who pulled out, 
then there's a really good chance that you can get a great deal, sometimes thousands of pounds less than the offer they accepted the first or even the second time round. Now, obviously, you need to be ready to go. Make sure you've got your funds available. If you're releasing equity from a property, which is the way most people raise their deposits, don't wait until you find a good property. Get that done right now. If you're working with private investors or joint ventures, make sure you get your money lined up first before you need it. Make sure you can get a mortgage. So have an independent mortgage broker. You can get one at one of the property investor network meetings. Someone who's got access to the full market and can move quickly. And also know which solicitor is going to do the conveyancing for you, the actual legal paperwork. Make sure you're registered with them. So as soon as you find a deal, you can call them up and they're ready to move as well. You've got to give this person speed and certainty. So just to give you a very quick summary of how to do this, whenever you're looking for property online on Zoopla and Rightmove, make sure you check the box or tick the box that says include properties that are sold subject to contract and under offer. All of the properties that come up that you're interested in that meet your criteria, reach out to that estate agent and express your interest. Make sure you follow up with them every two weeks. You could leaflet the street or even send a letter direct to the owner. If you do this consistently, you will find deals. When other people are saying there are no motivated sellers in a rising market, you will be doing great deals. So, um, Finally, if you've got value from this episode of the Property Magic Podcast, I've got a recommendation and also a request. The recommendation is make sure you subscribe. I share valuable information from my book and from Mastermind every single week, these short podcasts, very easy to listen to. Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of these golden nuggets that I'm sharing with you. And my final request is that if you've got value from this, please can you be kind enough to leave a five-star review and also say what specifically you like about this podcast because that will encourage other people to come and listen and other people can also benefit from this free information I give out every single Tuesday. So thank you very much for that. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.